All right, so let's do it. Why is your name Duke so crazy? Man, so Duke so crazy like started out as like so I started with my name Duke, which was my nickname I had since uh since like early early middle like late middle school. How'd that come about? So my shout out to my nana. Shout out to shout out to the goat, my nana. Um I used to hang out with her a lot and like a lot when I was young. Sometimes more than my mom cuz my mom was busy with, you know, doing her <laughs> things. And I used to hang out with my nana a lot. And her nickname was Dutch. So I used to call myself the Duke. And cuz we used to watch um you know her name was Dutch and we used to watch westerns together with John Wayne, you know, the Duke. Mm-hmm. And so I used to just call myself Duke growing up and it kind of stuck. And then I also love jazz. You know, I love jazz. And Duke Ellington was also one of my favorite artists growing up. And literally, shout out to him and Oscar Patterson, man. I'll so if you've never listened to Duke Ellington, you're missing out. Missing out. Like, missing between him, Ella Fitzgerald, Louis Armstrong. Like, those are my first, oh, yeah. like, like, first loves. And so Duke became from that name. And then Duke So Crazy became, because it started out, when I started rapping back in um when we missed Michelle in high school, literally I was like kid kid crazy. I used to be calling myself kid crazy. And then um killer crazy when I got a little bit older. And then it was just like, you know, put man, Duke so crazy sounds a lot better. <laughs> like <laughs> and it just came to me and I was like, Wow, I I'll take it, you know? Cool, yeah, man. So you're also from the uh you also went into the military for a little bit. Yeah. What just was- got out. Oh yeah! Shout out! Just just got my DD two fourteen gang. Yeah, gang gang. What's that mean? That means that's your freedom papers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about the military. Tell me about it. What was it like? Man, what a time! What a time, man! It was. It's literally like one of the craziest moments of my life and everything. I can't lie to you. To say it was like, I had the good of the best of times and the worst of times, like. Like I've had a lot of times where it was just it was wild, man. It was crazy. Um, I never really thought like I thought I was gonna do the twenty, but boy oh boy. <laughs> nah, I didn't really I mean, I ended up like just doing my first contract and said, Yeah, this is not, this ain't my this is what I like. Mm. Um and yeah, man, I, it, it was a. Uh, it really like made me more disciplined as a Herman being. Like we can talk about all the bad things. I I kinda don't want to get into that. You find your own stories on your own time. Right. But I could tell you the good things that it actually helped me with. Like, it helped me with a, little, a lot of discipline. Like, I wasn't the man I was when I left. Like, Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, when I when I first left my home, like, I was I was just a good, you know, just, just did things and had a lot of attitude, a lot of rage. And because I had dealt with a lot of things as a kid and growing up. So I was able to get that out and deal with it more in the, in the in at basic and in AIT. And so... Like, it gave me my first introduction of life without my parents. And it was dope. Um, I learned a lot about myself. And I learned about what I am, what it takes to be a legit person to care about more, like, than yourself. And uh, this, this team, this team was a thing, big thing. Like, I used to, I hate working with other people. Really? I with you. Yes. I'm not a team player. We could talk about it. So... The army like really made me like like bro, you really gotta become a team player. Like you can't yeah. you can't do this by yourself. As much as I I think I work better by myself, it's no way near. It's not in the military, no way. No way. You need every everybody needs somebody. Like you cannot do anything in the army by yourself. You can do some things personally by yourself, but when it comes to just pure getting a mission done, every piece of the puzzle matches needs to match up. That's so crazy, man. Um. So, let's talk about. Uh, so, did that change you? Are you now more of a work together person, team player? <sighs> you know, as as a civilian now again, <laughs> nah. But like, literally, like I, I've literally like it helps me out now as an artist because it's like I'm very punctual in how I do my things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very serious about being on. It didn't seem like it when I came today, but like, uh, like literally, like it's just like I'm very serious. I'm being punctual and being on, on time and trying to get things done per T, trying to get done this time and then be done by this time. Like I'm very serious about that. Basically, make uh, help my leadership skills also too. Yeah, man. So I, I'm sure that helped with your people skills, trying to coordinate musicians because coordinating <sighs> musicians is like herding cats. 
It's like you know what it is. It's trying to hurt. It's like just trying to put sand in a, in a, in a bucket with holes in it. That's really what it is. <laughs> Literally, yeah. It's hard. It's so hard. Um, like this, this, that's what the thing about the army. Like it literally told me, like, like you gotta be right with a lot of people and gotta like get people like on the same page. Because if you don't, you see what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of uh for like like a lot of politicking almost. Communication is the key to the door to success, and a lot of people don't understand that. Like, you yeah. don't have communication; it's over. And a lot of people reject that outright. And then they don't have a lot and of success. They don't, then they wonder why are they alone and they're it's not successful. It's not all. successful. Yeah. Yeah. It, so your military career, uh, how long were you in there? I was in there eight years. I started straight out of high school. Eight years. Yeah, man. I did eight years, man. Uh, did you ever go on tour? Um, no, nothing crazy. Um, okay. I've always did. I did some small little missions for my uh my unit, like some things here. Travel like to the Wisconsin, California. Um, that must have been nice though. It was cool. Like it was. It wasn't the California you thought of. <laughs> That's also fair. Fort Fort Hunter Liggett is like. Don't get me wrong, it has a really nice scene with some mountains and that's about it. <laughs> it's not much just brown and dirt and dust and like that's for Hunter Liggett in a nutshell. Sweaty people. Uh pretty much cuz this is literally nothing there to do besides just bowl. <laughs> you want to go bowling every weekend for like years? No, nobody want to do that. Like and besides only one carrier works in Fort Hunter Liggett. I forget which one, but like like aircraft carrier. No, no, I'm talking about phone carrier. Like your phone's didn't oh, work. Wow. My phone never worked and out there. Cause oh, only wow. one, I only got one bar, and it wasn't even LTE. It was that one X. Like, what am I supposed to do with one bar of one X? Wow. Yeah, four hundred like was was was. Ugh, yeah, that's why I was happy when I got went to Fort McCoy in Wisconsin for uh, Cold Steel, which is like a little mission we had to do in the Army Reserves, learning crew serve weapons. We had the belt, the belt fed machine guns types times. So we call them like crew serve types times, mm-hmm. and um. We had to go in Fort McCoy, and it was cool. Like, it was cool. Like, I had cell phones. Three things in the Army you're cool with, and you learn really well that you're cool okay with. Having a hot chow, hot shower, and availability to clean clothes, and cell phone service. <laughs> <laughs> like, those are the four things you need, and you're set. You can sleep somewhere. You're probably going to sleep on the ground or in a tent. You'll be all right. But, like, if I don't got those four things, it's not a good time. Is is it oftentimes that you don't get that? So I had the best and worst job in the Army, um, 92 Sierra, which is like a newer MOS back then. I think they made it in the 2000s, um, which is Longy Shower Calling Repair Specialist, which is like uh, you, you basically set up the mobile launching unit, mobile shower units, and uh yeah make sure people get showered up and clean clothes so you got you got at least a shower and all that jazz i got a shower i got a hot shower i got clean clothes hot chow because we had like cooks attached to us Mm -hmm. so yeah so i had those three every day of my military career so you were living comparatively in army standards of field life yes yeah i was doing good I ain't gonna lie. I was doing pretty, <laughs> pretty dang gum good, you know. So what was your uh? Rap, did you like still make raps during that or? So what the army did when it comes to when it came to my rap career, it really like made me gave me something to talk about. Like it made me live, made me really like not want to do that because I was like, I had to be forced to be living a life. Like I felt like I was living like a circle. I was a round, you know, peg, and trying to fit in a square circle. Mm. Like it made me feel like not nah, the same for me. Like, like this is the life I truly, truly want. Cause this stuff sucks. Mm. Like every, everywhere I go is people drinking alcohol and I'm not a big alcohol guy. I'm starting to become now cause I'm a little bit older now, but, mm. but like back then I really wasn't diving into alcohol as much. So, um, they were just, that was the only thing to do. And I seen a lot of divorce. I seen a lot of breakup, a lot of PTSD. And I was like, I don't not, this I don't want it. This ain't it for me. Which is like, and I never, we never, trust me, and I guarantee Corey would say the same, we never want to discourage anybody from joining the military. Oh, no. It, no, not no. at all. It's it's a great opportunity for yes. those, for, for many, many people. Yes. Even if it's not for you. You're, right. You're going you're gonna to get a lot of good stuff out of it. Absolutely. And the, and the, I, I definitely want to stress that part. Like, granted, I didn't have a, you know, a great time, but. 
just putting on my resume that I was in the army. It does wonders for you. Very wonders. Like and it opened a lot of doors for me that I couldn't do as a civilian. Because you know what it says? It says, okay, this person has discipline. been regi- disciplined. Yeah, discipline beat into them. Yes, pretty much. Um, they're gonna be have a hard work ethic, and or at least some sort of work work ethic. Yeah, absolutely. They're gonna have some sort of mental capacity to do things. Right. And they're gonna be able to do it and tell you when when they can't. Absolutely, and that's and it, this leadership skills. Like I've had exactly. lead, I've had leadership positions in there, um, as squad leader, and obviously I didn't hold it much long, but <laughs> but like literally, like you know, I've had to held in in the fly like some leadership skills in there, and you really have improvision, just not in comedy or music, but just learning how to improvise on the spot. On a spot in the army is legit. Like that's what it, where it came from. A lot of like. Also, just just learning how to be yourself and a soldier, a real, you know, grit person. If you're mm-hmm. a female, I'm just gonna be yeah, like a female soldier. You learn how to be a woman's, you know, woman soldier, and just as a as a male, just learn how to be a, a male soldier. Just like learning how to just be a, a soldier was really dope. Like it was really really dope. So, what was it like leaving your home into going into this other world? Almost easy, easy to be real with you. Like the hardest part was. Like, I was nervous. The hardest part about between basic AIT was getting flying. Oh, really? I hate flying. Yeah? I hate it. Like, it's I'd I take a train over a plane any day. Wow. I love me a plane because, like, I don't know. I know it's more safer than planes and cars, which is weird to me. But whenever I'm up at thousands of feet in the air and just see it nothing doesn't but. Feel right. doesn't, don't feel right to me. I don't like it. <laughs> Well, that's gonna suck if you ever travel outside the country. It's yeah, pretty much the only way to go. Pretty much. So like, but not like. Uh, actually, I did. Uh, last time I was out the country, I did the boat. I was on a cruise. So. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, if you want to go over to Europe. <sighs> yeah. Right. <laughs> taking a cruise. Yeah. But not like. But not like. Literally, like. Um. The hardest part was like taking the flight. Like, I already had the mental fortitude to do it. Um. I just had to get it done. Mm-hmm. I think I had the only again okay I'm not gonna say ments- all the basic stuff was easy no mentally it was a little bit easier for me because like I didn't have to worry about a lot of things a lot of people would get scared and nervous because they're leaving them by a lot I wanted to get out my house <laughs> I wanted to leave so bad like why's that uh don't get it twisted I love my mom and my grandma to death but I didn't want to be with them forever and also at the time, home life wasn't fun with other family members being in that house that I particularly loved but didn't like. But sometimes you got to get out your house. Absolutely. So I got out there. I was like, I seen it as a ticket out, and I took it. So what was it? What was some things you, uh, culture-wise, because there's a, a, probably a gigantic culture between what you grew up in and then the Army. How was how did how'd you adjust to that? Um. So... It was like I had a brief adjustment to it. Again, being in the fire service, being a, a volunteer firefighter helped me um, because it's, it's it's like, yeah, you have, you know, your black soldiers there, but it's majority white. And so you had to learn how to deal with other races. And then my battle buddy was also from Puerto Rico, straight from the island. So, like, this is his first introduction to Americanism is like the army. <laughs> what? It's just, like what a way to be introduced <laughs> it's crazy man it's crazy man that was actually crazy more than anything um him trying to learn life and trying to learn like the not alone the language just american things but just trying to earn his citizenship by just going through the army <laughs> is, is that I, I thought yeah you can earn your citizenship through well, the army. I, I thought um puerto ricans were already american citizens americanized but like he wanted to like i think he wanted like a, something with about his i think yeah i think he literally said something about somebody's citizenship like, like actual legit citizenship God, i believe yeah. huh so yeah like i don't correct me obviously if i'm wrong but like yeah i swear like he was like trying to get a lot of other soldiers were trying to do their like they were from like other countries actually there for this right yeah no I, uh I, yes. haiti yes haiti was another one my boy Samedi. Gotcha. um yeah shout out to him but a lot of haitians were there too not Samedi, but like a lot of people were there earning their citizenship too 
So that's cool, man. You you were able to adjust to the 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 whiter culture. Yeah, it was easier because it was like it was easy. Mine's was easier because I've been always been a chameleon when it comes to cultures. Because mm. I've uh, been like living coming from the high school I came from. Like, thankfully, I graduated from Dolphin County Technical School. Shout out to DC Tech. You know, that's where I met my bro. Shout out to Mike there. But, like, um, literally, like, um, I had my first introduction to, like, non-black folk was through there. And then also through firefighting in uh, Dolphin County, Susquehanna Township area. Like, taught me how to live around white folk, which is, like, very important. Yeah, so how do you bridge that gap? So, like, here's my thing. We all struggle one way or another. No matter black, white, rich, or poor, we all struggle with something. Mm. And our struggle should not tear us apart but bring us together. I think we forget that. Like, we take our struggles and we think that our struggles are so different. No. It's all a human struggle. It's literally the human, just trying to make it daily. And I think we forget that. We forget that, you know, even though our each different race has their own specific struggles, but we all struggling. Mm-hmm. And so literally once we realize that we all struggling with our problems and stuff, and then use those struggles to, you know, glue us together, man, and be unstoppable for us. Yeah, man. So, uh, is there anything else you want to say on that? No, like literally, um, like, yeah, like I say, like, um, how you do it, man, you literally do it through your art, through your love, and your, you you can do that through how you bridge the gap. Through. It's like literally do like love, like love one another. Like we all have to like have fun with each other, like forget like any type of alt we have against each other. Like alt, you know what I mean by that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, like, like we, we choke around, have fun, you know? Like once we, once we forgot how to have fun with each other and like we became so... We don't think with our heads anymore. We think with our hearts. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, we thinking with our emotions, and that's what, like, literally kills us. And you can't bridge a gap when you're thinking with your emotions and not with your head. Because in reality, again, like I said, we all struggle. We go through things, and we just, once we stop, like, everyone just stops and just relax <laughs> and calms down. You know, you say so many things when you are in the heat of any emotion. <sighs> And it is that's Crazy. where you make and break relationships is by talking when you're full of emotion. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, like takes a, this should take like like a couple minutes or at least a day and a half to, to fully just throw things. So it's because it's easy to emotionally react to things. Oh, it's so easy to emotionally react. I e Facebook, you know what I'm talking oh about? Oh my like, god, F- Facebook and social media in general, mm-hmm. news, politics in general is so easy just to get. Like, like again, and, and that's why I tell people all the time, like, like just because people do their things on the socials, like, just don't easily react to it. Like, vibe out. Like, let people, it's just social media. Like, it's just, it shouldn't kill somebody's whole career. Unless they're literally threatening people's lives and right. causing, like, damage to people. Like, right now, like, if I said something right now that would cause damage to somebody's life, you're a horrible person. But, like, if you're, like, saying something that just is something, like, it's, it is what it is, man. You can't, like, People just forgot how to just relax, <laughs> take a chill pill. You gotta remember, uh, everyone's everyone's gonna say stupid shit stuff, and it's, it's like, and, and it's like, and it and it, and it and it sucks because it's like, um, it, it's it's just like we're all human. He without sin cast the first stone. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We're all guilty of something. No one makes it through his life uncovered. All false short of the glory of God. That's that's how it is, and so you gotta like literally let people vibe out. <laughs> and let, like I said, as long as they try and cause damage to people's lives, people vibe out. So, one thing I want to talk about you you have put, started to put on your own shoes, become your own uh, producer of shows. Yeah. So, what was that process like? It was uh, Take Ten your first show that you ever put on? Yeah, first show. So, shout out to like, um, Rock came for helping me out, man. He came a big help, but like, um, yeah, um, I this is a very big struggle to to pick up artists like me because we're not the 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 coup de gras of what's out right now because mm-hmm. I, I i'm more of the hip-hop side like because we talked about the difference between hip-hop and rap like there's a lot of people who vibe out more to hip to rap than hip-hop you know what i'm saying gotcha. so like a lot of promoters in my area horrible we can talk about it if you're promoting your hair and it's not you're horrible uh, <laughs> 
Cause like, cause like they keep booking, the, booking these people, or they book these so-called their favorites, and it's like they don't get like real legit artists. Cause like, I probably talk about it more in the, in the, in the late later on in the interview, but like, they're booking based on like, not talent, like, like clout. Literally, what it is. So they're they're choosing profit over art. Absolutely. How do you fix that? You choose the talent. You, you listen s- to the music. You don't look at their social media numbers and just go, okay, yeah, that looks good. You just look at, you listen to the music. It's lazy is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like you can you can, you can can easily bypass any other person's songs and not listen to the three-minute or two-minute songs and actually just look at their social media numbers and go, oh, we got to have that person on. And realizing that also they kind of like, people can inflate their numbers, so we can talk about that also. Oh, yeah? yeah? People inflate their numbers, yeah. How easy is it to do that? You can do a page, follow that, and you know, lack of that, and do that, and then now you got extra hundred, like not hundred thousand, like ten thousand followers. That's wild. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it is crazy, right? Yeah, I I remember back in the day when you were able to like literally buy followers or buy. Uh, still doing it. Still do. It's still possible. Still, it's, streams too. Dang, man. Streams too, man. I'll let you know right now. None of my stuff is paid for. Not yeah. <laughs> I put I just dropped my first single on Apple Music. Follow me. That's the only one I that paid that you can pay me for. Yeah, right. And so that's so crazy, man. And so they, they, they it's oh. it's not being it's not taking a chance on the actual artist. It's just more of like I I'm not gonna lose any money at all. So I'm gonna do what's popular. Absolutely. And then like again, because it's easier just to look at some some numbers versus listen to a song. That's right. It is. It I, it takes at least three minutes. Absolutely. To a song. Yep. It takes one second. So, and to even at that, some people just just listen to one song and call it a day. Right. And then the rest that like because some artists may have that one good song and that's it. That's true. That's true. Yep. And it's probably their single. Yeah. And that's pretty <laughs> much it. And their album is not good. Not that very good. at all. Not a, nope. Should have kept it. Like literally, it's like that. Like, and I just because like it just happened to me recently too. Like somebody chose another artist over me, and they was just like, "Bro, this is what you chose." Granted, he has way more followers, about a couple thousand followers, and all this stuff. I got just got just at like fourteen hundred, but it's like they got like thousands, like five thousand, six thousand. But the music is like it's not that good. Garbage. Like, like I'm not gonna call it horrible. Like, go call it crazy critical with it, but it's like. It was not good. Like musically, not great. Like lyrics, not great. Like I, I was, it's, it's like it's, it's not, it's not like I know I'm better, but I know you know it's better sounds, music. You know what? You know what? You got an ear for it, absolutely. And because you can't go anywhere in music without critiquing others and critiquing yourself, absolutely. And I don't mean just by bad mouthing others. No, that's not that's not critic. That's not critiquing. That's just being a butthole. It, critiquing is saying, hey, listen. This flow isn't right. This lyrics they make no sense. Or right. you know what's the what's the point of this song here? Right. There's there's and there's and that's the problem with it. Like you can't like I can't like for me my problem is and and, and this is my legit problem that like if I don't feel it it ain't right for me. It, if I don't feel it within the first I give you thirty seconds to a minute you lost me. I need to feel something now. If you're in that type of mode to where even if you're just rapping, if you just rap music as a as not this this occurred to like not over hip hop, but if it's like to rap music, like if I'm gonna turn up, like make me feel something. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna turn up, let's turn up. Make me feel the turn up though. So yeah, that's man, that's wild. So uh, so is that why you decided to put on your own show? Yeah, man. Just 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 cut out the middle, man. So what was that like? How do, how did you organize it? How did you reach out to somebody to get a venue? Man, shout out to Ron Kane, man. That man is the goat, man. Ron Kane, man. Shout out to Ron Kane. I I said three times because that man really helped me out with the venue chosen. Cause the venue was like I performed there last like twenty twenty. I performed there at the end of the year twenty twenty. Uh, uh, at a at his show that he had there. Oh, at that venue. At that venue, yeah, I did a show when they before they did a little re, re, re renovating well, they to made it. it a lot. Yeah, sure. yeah, they did. So, <laughs> actually, to be real with you, I kind of like the older setup better. 
And I'm gonna tell you why, because it was a little bit bigger one, That's and, true. and and it was like it was much more seating. Yeah, it, it was it, a little bit more seating, but. I'm not saying it this doesn't look any nicer. No, no, no. I just like the other one better because it was just a lot bigger and I can fit a lot of instruments in there. Like that's also fair. That but again, shout out to the people over there. They're really great people. I see you just had one of them on. Yeah, Corey Patanaz, the guy who owns it, yeah. just had him on today. Yeah. Shout out to him. Shout out to Corey, man. Him and his partner, man, are they're great people, man. They're they like that that venue was really dope. Even though they granted, we're not trying to bad mother. It's just saying that, you know, it was just it was it's it's a really nice venue. It's, it is and it's and it's so much more work that's gonna be put into it too. Oh my and they, they literally said like like they're how welcoming of they are. They they're they're yes. They're yeah. awesome people. And so shout out to those two those three specific people. Um they helped me out with the venue cost like they, they, they from the venue cost to the overall like they were there at the show like yeah they, they were. yeah they were there at the show they were great people and ron kane like literally you know shared it to the different pages where i assume that's where i got where you came along and yeah yeah he so he shared it across different pages and then all of a sudden um like i had to get to go get i had to go get the, the tickets I had to go buy the tickets you know get them made um shout out to glimpse studios uh, for helping me out uh, with the with the graphic designing, he did the graphic designing for the tickets and the posters, yeah. uh, which me and him gonna work up work a little bit more a little more in the future. But like literally, like it's it's just literally the booking of the artist was very very easy. So that was almost easy, it's too easy. I just had to make a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, are you available? Yeah, Zay, hey, Zay, what's up, Zay? What's up? What's up, Duke? Hey, you available this day? Yeah, I bet. I just needed some songs for a ten minute set, and then tell me what you want to talk about. I bet, dude. Cool, man. Literally, that's how quick it was. That's that's insane. So Zay Wop was 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 there too. Yeah, shout out to Zay Wop. Shout out to uh, Chudo Jew, which you just had on yep. here. That was an easy call. He did, and he did. First of all, shout out to Chudo Jew because that boy did the sec did a uh, launch before. And then he was supposed to be the last one, but you know, people be showing up late. But like, <laughs> but like, he was supposed to be the last one going on. To he's supposed to get a break. We ended up being like the second, the first ones going on. But like, literally, um, you know, yeah, it was just like Chudoju, uh, my boy, spoken music and his spoken music. Yep. Yeah, Jeanette. spoken music. And Jeanette, man, they're good people. They're also another good people. I would like, you know, highlight them one time for the one time. Mm-hmm. They uh, he has a you know, he's he's more of the more of the gospel side. He has really. I know. I'm trying to get him in. Yeah, I tell him holla at you, man. He's, yeah, but like I said, like um, uh, literally with that, and then also, yeah, like and then I was the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was a really cool experience to, especially because all you or well, most of you guys are from Harrisburg. Yep, and and, and that was the fun part because we all wanted to. I, I, another reason why I did take ten in Lancaster because I wanted to do it in a different city. Cause I'm tired of going doing things in the same venues we've been doing it at. So I was like, let's let's switch it up. So what's the scene like in Harrisburg versus here? Um, man. From Trudeau, I heard it's cutthroat. It's very cutthroat. It's like it's it's like rap. Like me and Trudeau are more of the hip hop vibe, and that's more like Harris. Harrisburg is more of the like gangster gangster rap type stuff like they they that's they vibe like they trap rapping is what they doing like that's mm-hmm. what they want to do and that's what they doing um so me and Trudeau don't fall into that category yeah I, I listen to your music and it's like this is not the rap I'm used to hearing yeah like we are that's why what makes it so different is our difference you know yeah. what I'm saying um but in Harrisburg it's so different like they talking about glicks and shooting people, and they're also dealing with the same thing with using their videos and lyrics in their cases that they're dealing with. Oh wow, really? Yeah, like easy. And I should have said it in the beginning, but yeah, they're also local artists in Harrisburg are using music videos now, as like, and the people are saying like other people are saying they're using this gang propaganda, but in reality, I guess that's their way of like spreading their their vibe and their message, and so. Definitely could be easily misconstrued as gang propaganda. Yeah, that's crazy, man. So, what was it like in Lancaster versus them? Bro, man, Lancaster. When I tell you, Lancaster is like so dope. I mean, I'm not saying it's better than Harrisburg, but I'm saying it's so dope. Like, y'all so welcoming. Like, I have like when I tell you, like it's been so easy to work in here versus in Harrisburg, like. Y'all really dig the vibe of some good music, and y'all literally like, cause y'all don't have 
I'm not gonna say y'all don't have the craziest violence of Harrisburg, that gang violence. Like I, y'all do. I know y'all do, but it's not like as thick as it is in no, Harrisburg. No, I, I would, I would agree with her. Either. So literally, like people get our vibe. We're not trying to talk about gangs, all that stuff, and thug violence, all that stuff. We not, even though we grow around it and and we lived with it, but it's still like it's, no, it's not what you're going for. Heck no, man. We trying to be peaceful, man. We too old. We. I don't know. Judo could attest to the same thing. We lost so many friends and people to to this stuff, man. We went to so many funerals as a kid, like seeing people gone. He said that's why he was such an introvert. It didn't go outside because it's violent, it was man. Violence out there. It's violent, man. Like Harrisburg is so violent. I grew up in the projects of it all. Like I grew up in the projects, and like I, my windows were shot out. Dang, man. Bullets was homeless, like feet from hitting feet, a couple feet from hitting me. Like, I grew up from that gutter, from Woodbine Street Apartments, to, like, growing up on 6th Street, which is another rough area in Harrisburg, to, you know, moving to a better neighborhood, but still had to deal with violence of mm-hmm. Green Street. I always why I said it never was green on Green Street. Um, and then hearing gunshots every day, like, it shouldn't be. No one should have to be li- listening to gunshots every day and you're not in a war zone. Right. Like, that's not fair to people living. And I've lost friends to gun violence, and it's it's just, it's, like, not fair to bury people who should be living only because somebody decided their life wasn't worth nothing. Like, the value of life is not appreciated in Harrisburg. How do you fix that? <sighs> the big question. You know, people got to listen. People, people got to listen, man. Here's my thing, man. People, generations and generations of people of suffering. Like, no one's just not, like, seeing this. Eyes got to see and ears got to listen. Like, so much people have, like, died and gone to jail. Like, in lost years, you can't get back. So why are we still, like, like, even my generation before me, like, had people who were dealing with that type stuff. Mm-hmm. And now the generation I have now that's I'm at right now, we're dealing with that issue now. So it's like we've seen the countless problems that that gang violence has dealt with, and no one just wants to do anything about it. And how do you do anything, bro? I don't know. <laughs> what is the problem here? It, it's because you can't. You literally can't. Yeah. You just. What do you tell it? You can't tell these kids anything. You can't tell these gangsters anything. You just gotta just keep putting out positive vibes, positive positive music, man. Maybe making opportunities other than gang violence. You say that, right? Yeah, but you say that, but then you have to do it, and then it's a whole other question. It's so hard to do that because there's so many community programs that's been robbed. Oh wow! There's a church right now on a block, um, the same place where my homeboy uh, Jelani's friend was at. They they do great things in the community and they got robbed, <laughs> TVs and computers, all that stuff taken. So, you, do you think it maybe starts at the family level? Man, family is where it always starts. That's the first introduction to life is where the family is. Get your family straight, love your kids. Yes, everyone. Like the problem is no one's actively parenting anymore, mm. and like no one, the community effort. The see, I'm a. I'm a product of my community that I had. Granted, it wasn't the greatest. No, we can talk about that. But I've had, like, god moms and aunties in my neighborhood who watched over me. I could never get away with things. That's why I never could have gotten too deep into gang violence. Because, like, my mom would find out. My uncle, my godfather at the time, shout out uh, Mr. Uncle Uncle Pierre, uh, was his police chief at the time mm. when I was growing up. So it was like there, I couldn't. There was nothing you could I do. couldn't get away with it. Right. So it was like, and even and my mom was a lunch lady in Harrisburg School District. So, so she was always keeping an eye on you. There was in the same school district. My mom was a, one of the well-known uh, lunch ladies. So she, it was yeah, you couldn't get away with it. So it's probably a better thing for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's what is one of the reason why I came out. So you know, you know, I never been suspended before. Oh wow! In school, we can I've, talk about that. But dude, like, I've, I've never been, been out of school. Wazoo, like yeah like i've never been out of school suspended before that's crazy my mom was like either one of the, my mom was my lunch lady actually yeah I, no that's so great i dude i have i've been out of school suspended uh so many times never 
That's so crazy, man. Scary, man. My mom. I fear God. I fear my mom. I fear God, my mom, before I fear the police. We're, dude, I don't doubt that. I fear my God. You can add my grandma to the list when she was when she was still a little bit younger. Yep. That's wild. Yep. Spare the rod, spoil the child. You know how it is. I think a lot of people are getting away from that too. We can talk about that a little later time. But yeah, people are getting away from that too. That's so crazy, man. So. How do you support people to get out of there? You love. You share. No one, no one's, no one wants to love anymore, bro. Mm. You just show love. A lot of people are growing up without someone saying that I love you. Mm. And now the people, the lack of emotional development in the hood is crazy. There's none. The reason why I am the way I am because I, I had some type of emotional, like, development. And it came, it didn't, it came from like other processes and other people, and it's just, you know, we don't love anyone. Once, how do you fix it, man? Just about people's gotta learn to love again, man. Yeah, that's truly what uh, binds a family together is, is the love. Love, man. That, and you can say anything. You can say two parent household, this that in household, or this together. If there's, if there ain't no love in the house, nobody's gonna go, grow. Ain't nothing gonna happen. Yeah, so we just got to get back to loving one each and one another. It's deep stuff. Real stuff, though. Real stuff. Nah, for real. Real stuff, man. It And it's stuff that needs to be talked about because it's not. And that's why it keeps happening. It yeah, keeps- that's. I, I think one of the granted, the reason why I'm, I'm so emotionally stable now because, you know, it wasn't hard for somebody to tell they love me. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I love you. I love somebody else easily because somebody told me they love me. And th- it's the comfort that comes with that. Yeah. The security that comes with someone being able to like someone that you know as personally as like your mother, your 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 aunt or your grandma, yeah. be like, "Hey, I love you." Yeah. And don't you forget it. Yeah, like no, like like especially from my stepdad. Like I had got love from people. I had so much love from people that I didn't that didn't share blood with me. Mm. Like, and they told me that like legit love for me, and that's another reason why I made it so far in life. It's good because it's like. I had people who literally loved me for me, mm-hmm. good and bad. They loved me though, and because I'm, I'm not. No, everybody, anybody get to take that I'm ever a perfect human being. I make my lovely mistakes, <laughs> but it's just that I got people in my life to where they don't. I don't have. I don't. You know, they're not my family, but I call them family. You know what I'm saying? Is that what keeps you grounded? Oh my gosh. Just my the people I have around me, even even my boy Mike and my boy Gio right here chilling, um, like from the my friend group. Shout out to to from Zaywop to to Genius to Judo Jew, like everybody. Like I have a really wonderful set of friends, and that's one of my biggest blessings of my life. Like my friend group, I thank God for these people. Especially that that bald guy right there. I, I thank God for that guy over there. <laughs> like, like my friends literally are. I I write about them a lot in my songs because literally they they are my family. I see them more than my actual blood family. Mm. Like, if I need somebody to carry my, if they sadly if I go before they do, they I know they're gonna carry me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they've carried me when I was living. Like. If I didn't have my friends that I have now, I would not be here talking to you. Mm. Like, they've literally carried me through the worst of the worst times. And I that's literally been the biggest blessing of my life, just having great friends. So is that one thing you, uh, what is one thing that you know now that you, you wish you could have told your younger self? Love yourself before you love anybody else. Mm. Um. The reason why I'm able to carry myself the way I am because I learned I've been through so much problems and so much struggles of just learning myself and loving myself. And if I had had learned it and 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 learned this earlier at age, I think I'd be a lot far better off as a human being. I'm not trying to like fight with people, not trying to get upset when people say the things that might hurt my feelings or dealing with bullying and as a kid. But if I just loved myself. Nothing else can hurt you, and that's where I'm at now. I'm at at 27 years of this earth, just loving myself. So you think that that might be one of the biggest mistakes that other other artists make 
that they don't love themselves first. Absolutely. Vulnerability is the best ingredient in music. Like, you can't, you literally, you can't tell a story of being vulnerable and, and your hurt and your pain if you can't accept that. Accept the hurt and the pain. And mo- some of the songs I, I wrote, I, I dealt with a, a falling out of a friendship that I really held dear to me. And that's also talked about in the project. And that's something that really hurt me. Mm. Falling out with, you know, someone you really thought would, you know, really was your friend. And then it's like all of a sudden, we're not friends anymore. Whether we disagreed or agreed with it or what we did, now it hurts that, you know, separation anxiety is a real thing. Oh, yeah. Especially when you've been with this person, you know, on a daily basis as a bro or as a friend. And, like, you you literally, like, you learn a lot, man. You learn a lot from every... Life always gives you lessons, and that's what it comes with, especially when it comes to music. Like, you got to put that in your music. Cool, man. We're going to lighten up a little bit. Let's do this, Let's man. Let's do that. Let's do that. What are some of the funniest things that have ever happened to you on a show? Ooh, I don't know if we can say that on the radio. <laughs> well, we off the radio. Oh, we so, off the radio? Yeah. I don't know. Ah, man, you you, you sure you want to say some funny stuff? Let's say some funny stuff. Man, I, 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 are you sure? Oh, man, I've had a, I've, I've signed some uh, women's, women's areas. You <laughs> really? Yes. I put my ducks on them, too. I've I have that's why I didn't hand them in your put them in your hand that's why I didn't want to put them in your hand and uh yeah like yeah I have a I have a thing called rubber ducks on bubble butts and like yeah that's wild yeah not that one not that I didn't give you that one that that's why these is over here gotcha I like to sanitize my ducks because they've been in places that they shouldn't have All been the... <laughs> <laughs> take anything away sanitize your ducks. Yeah, but dog. So what are, what are some of the worst things that have ever happened? Man, on? I got booed one time. Yeah, what? Yeah, I got booed. Yeah. How's that? That was the the scariest situation, um, ever. Like I was in. I always say this about. I always say this about the LGBT community. They have very fine taste and talent. So if you're off the slightest bit, they gonna let you know. You're gonna get known. That is the more the toughest crowds to perform with, cause they, in that community, is chalk filled with ta- artists, talent, and the singers. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. goodness! And they're good. And they're good. And yes. they're good. So if you don't have anything, if you had, and, I, and it was, a, it was because Cheeto Jew couldn't make it to the performance, and he, we have a song together, and it was me, him, and Lodi, and Cheeto couldn't make it, but I definitely wanted to perform the song. And I was sad that he couldn't make it. So I ended up still performing the song. I tried to perform his part, and I sucked. <laughs> and they let I you know. Su- oh, they let bo. It was like, oh, like bo. And I was like, bro, come on, let me, like, come on, bro, like, let me know. Give me no. a chance, man. Yeah, and 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 I ended up winning the crowd over after it. That's good. Yeah, but again, man, I you got to bring a gay game when you front of that crowd, bro. They don't play. I thought church folk was a rough crowd. Boy, them people oh, no, don't they, play. Well, they don't care if, if what you think about them at all. That's the thing. And that's a good thing, though. Like, oh, that's a great thing. It's a great thing because it's like people sugarcoat reactions a lot because they want to protect they your feelings. They want to be polite. And nice. Not these people. They, I'm not uh, saying they're rude. No, 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 no. But I'm real. saying they're, oh, my gosh. They don't play. No, nah, they're going to let you know. They ain't going to hold nothing back. At all, man. Uh-huh. So, yep. So unless, that, they, unless, they, unless they're your friends. Ah, and no. Then, but even then, you know, <laughs> even then, they will sugarcoat it a little bit, but they'll tell you what's what. Exactly. That's why I'm not, again, that's why we, yeah, man, they they are uh, real legit people. So you got to bring it again. That was, so that was probably the worst moment of my whole career, pretty much. <laughs> I just, and, but you recovered, though. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's always good. How do you deal with uh, some, do you ever feel like that ever again? Or how do you deal with those feelings of, ah, that was not good? Um. So... I've always everyone always says they can do better, like, I, and I've and I've come to the point of like oh, I know I can do even this interview I can tell you so I probably could said this better or that better but yeah like um like there's times to where um I have to like plan better mm. I learned that very importantly because if I didn't have a backup plan if I had a backup plan a solid backup plan I could have been I could have changed it out for judo stuff and be good right. 
but I learned that okay, I really gonna have to have a backup plan just in case that person out there. Or just that's when also it kind of pushed me to make more solo songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, that won't happen if you got if a full song. But if it's by myself, right? Yeah. So yeah, so that that's basically what I learned. Just like I was like, okay, if I would need because it, it, granted it was judo song, but like if I needed somebody mm. for a performance, I would or him to do a song with us. It's still like he had to be there. Gotcha. So you don't need. I just don't. I eliminate the pieces to the puzzle. And just came with my own picture. You feel me? Yeah. No, I got you. What's your uh? What's your favorite free time? The stuff. Oh my goodness. Thing doing your, free time? Yeah. Besides music. Oh man. So, man, I love video games. Shout out to video games. I love playing video games. I love Madden. I love two K. You know so that. You love football. Love football, man. Shout out to the. Oh my. Shout out to the E A G L E S Eagles, man. Like, like literally, like, um, shout out to the Eagles, man. Um, that's one of my passions, man. I love football. I love, I love watching football. Everything about football. And then also, I do some volunteer firefighting. Not as much as I used to, but like, I still do some volunteer firefighting. I love that. That's why your music is so fire. <laughs> knee slapper yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah i normally just like chilling with you know my friends man is my my free time like we, we, we like like i said like i told you i got a, a army of friends like legit team of good people yeah. so my free time is normally spent by either chilling with a group or a person or a combination of either or and yeah you said uh you got some uh projects coming up with you and and your guy here uh like a podcast and Man, all this stuff shout out up. so i would like to make this announcement as the first public announcement that i ever can make so i probably i love to do it i'm happy i can do it on your show i've been coming out with my own uh entertainment group at slash label it's called that's crazy entertainment um that's crazy entertainment is literally it's just like you know my i wanted to get a name i wanted my own have my own business and i am now officially a ceo which is, you know, a CEO of That's Crazy Entertainment, um, LLC. And have you have you incorporated? Yeah, man. I'm I'm in the last like I'm finished. Me and my lawyer finishing up everything up. Or, yeah. So what's that like? Because I gotta get a lawyer. You gotta get a lawyer. Gotta get a lawyer. How and I, and how I, expensive are those? So thankfully, I got not free counsel, but I got cheap counsel. That's very it's good. Cheap. That's very good. Gotcha. That's very actually. She, everybody's very. I got two lawyers that I know personally that's been helping me out, a female and a male, and they really are great people. Cool, man. So, what does that what does that mean for you as an LLC? How does that work? Do you have to? Uh, Bro, you gotta get. You gotta get. You gotta. You literally gotta pay for. It. You gotta first of all. You gotta have the right name. Your name has to be legit. That's crazy. Entertainment is now officially taken by moi. <laughs> like and, and how I read it was exclamation point, which made it moi. And so, so like, like I had to go first of all I had to make sure the name was clear. Then all of a sudden I had to file for the paperwork, and then help with the counsel. We was able to get the paperwork started, and then uh, which last thing I got to do is just finish paying it off. Yeah. How long does that take? How much does that cost? It takes it cost man was like three hundred, almost three hundred dollars, man. That's just with just the the price of the the LLC type time. That's not so bad though. Right, but yeah. as a man who's paying his own rent, that's and also true. But yeah, fair it's enough. True. Yeah. Okay, I get where you're coming from, though. It is not. You would think it's a little bit longer, larger than that, but right, it's just yeah. the LLC. Yes, that's it. Now, what is the LLC? It's like a little independent business type time because literally that's what my label is. Like mm-hmm. it's an independent business. We don't just do music. We handle podcasts. As we, as you were referring to the podcast, me and my boy Mike here. Um, we have like we're gonna come out with a podcast in the near future called the Meathead Brothers, man. Like, or, aka that crazy podcast, the crazy talk, yeah, crazy talk podcast, man. My boy Mike. Um, like, um, we do we just don't do just music. We do all sorts of entertainment, comedy. I'm also a comedian too, so I, oh, I yeah, really? shout out, yeah, Ron. Ron well, to tell you, <laughs> yeah, I did actually did some with Ron too. So yeah, I do like do some skits and stuff with my boy, and we literally just trying to you know develop artists, man. Just have fun, bro. Literally, just I see a need and I feel the need. I'm tired of seeing people have no avenues and have great, legit, good music and have no real avenues to, to push it through. So, mm. yeah. So it, it's kind of cutting out the the big boys 
yeah. and saying, "Hey, I'm going to step out for the little guy." Yeah, and that's and that's literally what it is. That's crazy entertainment. It's literally uh, an avenue for people of of like importance. And I thoroughly can't wait to like continue on with this. And yeah, that's great. I can't. I love saying it now. Like it's like I can't believe it's really happening for me. Like that's crazy entertainment. Like literally, it's been my like my my dream I've had since I left. So cool. Um, to like literally just become me and my independence because I know the lessons that I've learned from that that situation. I'm gonna apply it to my business and my thought and my leaderships. And yeah, can't wait for it. So, do you have a management team? How is that figured Sheesh. out? I am my management team. You are your management team. I have so I have different people behind me that um that I have like like I told you I got the lawyer team Mm -hmm. and then I have people who are readers. Readers? Yes, readers. What's that mean? Mean they read thing for me. What kind of things? Like they read every little paperwork, every little things, the things that like the user agreements, every single gotcha. paperwork, and they explain it to me. Like you're five, because it. I, that's what I would need. I, I would need, need someone to tell me like I am five. Like tell me what exactly does that mean? I need like because I. I'm not saying I hate reading, but I'm lazy. Nah, I, I dude. First off, don't even get me started on all the ter- jargon and lawyer terms that they'll use, and, and they know it too. And they know it too, and and it. and all the double speak that they'll use to like mess you up. Exactly. And, oh my gosh, that's I tell you. Whenever I get like a, 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 a whenever I start incorporating myself because I gotta do it, um, dude, I'm gonna have to have somebody explain everything exactly. to me like I am five because I ain't know nothing. I, and I said that like, like. I know that. So that's the thing about loving yourself and learning yourself. You know where you fall at. Mm-hmm. And you know where I bet I can. I need help with this. I need trusted people. Like I said, I got yes. trusted people behind me. Um, I got a photographer. I got photographers. Uh, I got I got videographers that I work with and I help with. Like my goal is to be completely self-sustaining company. Mm. They use independent contractors because I I've learned that you don't want people people don't want to be tied down but they definitely want to may might definitely feel comfortable more with it being exclusive to a company yeah so I just use independent contractors versus just having people under my payroll like so, directly so how do you make money so literally um, shows man yeah shows clothes anything dog merchandise yeah you have to do merchandise I've been working that all on all that also trying to find a good dealer and good people to work prices. So my thing is this, you, you put the money, you, you have to put the work in and I'll put the money in type times. That's one thing people don't realize. You got to invest in yourself. If Absolutely. you ever want to get somewhere, if you not- choose, if you choose to give me a certain percentage, we can take that. I'll add to that. I'll match it plus. Right. So that way you have some type of financial support and help you. I've I've helped out other artists that you know. I don't want to put their names out, but like I've helped fund their like certain videos or like certain projects, and because they needed, some people needed a video. Some people needed a, uh, help with their project, putting it out. You put in half, I'll give you the other. Too easy. And it's and it's all about love and support anyway. Yeah, I'm tired. Like you gotta cut. You really have to cut out the middleman. Mm-hmm. And you really have to put out your own vibes and say, "Do it yourself." Exactly, because that's the best way you're gonna make a profit, uh-huh. and it's the best way to execute your own vision. Absolutely, like you have to. That's one thing the army taught me too. Oh yeah, like leaders lead, follows follow. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna be leader, leader, be a leader. Some people try to be a, a leader and a follower, like try to be a, a, a follower in a leader's position, but like I'm a leader. Right. It's and it all comes down to, uh, to are you going to do it? Absolutely. Are you going to sit? Absolutely. Like, closed mouths don't get fed on this boulevard. Like, mm. you got to literally oh, get, do your work. You got to pick your own food. Absolutely. And then you pick your food. Or Here's my thing. I'm not going to give you a farm, but I'm going to give you the seeds and the soil. And a hoe to, to get up with. Absolutely. That's right. 
Duke, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate this, man. It's been a vibey time, man. My ducks appreciate this time. Um, I'm gonna call it Blue Jaguar. Oh, yeah, man, make it. So now you got no choice. You gotta make memories with it. I no, I'm so I'm, I'm gonna put it right in my car. Yeah, no, so no, 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 no. no I gotta see, put it in my pocket. Pocket size, but dog, make memories with it. Don't, don't, don't take it with you. you gotta take. It. So things about ducks is you gotta make memories with them. So mm. take them with you. Take pictures of it. Take pictures with the duck, dude. You gotta have fun. You know what I'm gonna do? What you gonna do, but dog? Uh, next Monday at Tell Us 360. Me and Trudeau are going to perform. I'm going to sit him right down on my piano as we perform. Oh, man. That's dope, man. Dang, where am I invite? Dang, I should. I, this is the invite right now. Man, don't, man. You know I'm down for you. Next Saturday? Uh, Next Monday. Next Monday? Mon- man, Mon- that's too easy, man. Pull up. We'll pull up. Mike, cool, we, we coming to tell us next weekend? Next week, Monday? The 20th. 20th, that's man. Where that's where we're going. Trudeau's going to perform. Uh, if you give me some chord progressions of your song, I'll play it with you. Let's do it, Do man. a live band. Man, let's do it. I got a perfect song. I got music, live music already for you, baby. All right. Let's get it. Man. Can I say some shout-outs before you dip out? Oh, for sure. Go man, for it. Man, I'd like to give a shout-out to my friends, bro. Y'all know who y'all are. Shout-out to everybody. I'd like to shout-out my shout-out to the Firehouse, Watera. Love y'all. Shout-out to shout out to the you know, community of Edgemont. Shout-out to Harrisburg, man. Shout out to the 442nd Quartermaster Company. Love y'all. Shout out to 242nd York. Love y'all too. Oh man. Shout out to shout out to my uncle Jack. Shout out to he's he's man. Man, he helped fund the project. This project got coming out. He probably did best pre, he funded it most of it, man. And shout out to him, man. Shout out to my church. Man, good memorial about this church, man. I love y'all. Shout out to Mr. Troutman, band director, Harrisburg, you know, Harrisburg High Marching Band, man. Mm-hmm. That, Big person, man. He helped me with my, a lot of my music, you know, thoughts and progressions. Uh, shout out to Miss Renee Chambers, man, my first ever vocal coach. Shout out to Miss Sister Sarah Blanford, man. You know, loved her. She also helped me out with a lot of music, too. Shout out to Ms. the Queen Zulu, Miss Michelle. Yeah, I got a lot of people, man, who's been in Bible in my life. My God Pop. Shout out Deacon Spriggs. Shout out Mama Spriggs, everybody. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's a lot of people, man. And there's a lot more people to come too. Yes, man. I, I listen. I'll take up the whole time. Shout out to my lady. Shout out to my Coco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She hear this. She been texting me the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, man. We out here like we just doing things, man. And I appreciate a lot. everybody. Literally, they know, man. Know who you are, man. Who've been shout out, to, especially the people who've been watching this live. I right. encourage everybody to like follow this guy right here, man. Like get a give him a look. He's doing great things in this community. Shout out to you. Thanks, man. Shout out to you, Corey, man. I I can't wait to see what you do with this thing, man. You're gonna take over this world with this thing. I believe you, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And we got some big stuff coming up. We got festivals coming man, up. Man, let's do and this. And guess man. what? Who's invited? You and the whole group. That's let's true. do this, man. That's what I'm saying, man. We gonna okay. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna rock this place. Let's do this, man. I'm t- I'm we gonna tear it, tear it. I got some more stuff coming through. We ain't gonna announce that yet, but man, we gonna we just getting started. We're gonna, baby. Get, we're gonna get stuff together. We're gonna perform. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make something. Let's do this, man. I'm tired of sitting on the bench. Let's get in the game, man. Right, right. Uh, it's it's that's that's the goal, man. Get people together, cause not not it'd be something. Yeah, if if we got all of the the rap folk but imagine if we got some some the the prog rock we got the the yeah. whole hip like the whole hip-hop scene we got the whole folk scene we got the country scene yeah, man. and you know what everyone's gonna vibe out with everybody that's basically what it is man and i can't wait to ask man i can't wait to do this man music oh, that's the how do we say the world is do music but don't that's do exactly art as a right. general but just music as a whole that's right well duke man let's let's wrap this up man yeah man smash let's, that like button yeah, smash that! Make sure to like, share, subscribe to this man right here to the story podcast. Also, you know, shout out to me, Duke So Crazy. Shout That's out, right. follow me on IG at Duke underscore So underscore Crazy. Um, follow me on Facebook at Duke underscore So underscore Crazy. Um, man, just also on IG, Duke So Crazy, all one word. Follow me on Spotify, Duke So Crazy, all one word together. Especially on YouTube, follow me on Duke So Crazy, all He's one word. Some- Cool stuff coming out. Man, this is about to be wonderful, man. Just keep an eye on this, man. This link tree about to pop out. 
with some merchandise. Oh, yeah? I hope this sticker is mine, by the way. That, that sticker is absolutely Oh, yours. my Bob. I can't wait to add this on my helmet, on my fire helmet. And, yeah, man, I can't wait to do some things with it, make some memories with it. Yeah, man. With that said, this has been the Story Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, yeah. and Spotify. Just search The Story. Corey Rosen, C-O-R-Y-R-O-S-E-N. You'll find us. It's the big neon sign with the brick wall. Talk about it. Talk about it. That's right. Share it with your friends. If you really enjoyed this episode, please do share. That's how we get bigger. That's how we're able to put on these events. Yes, let's do it, man. Please do yes, it. Yes, sir. And with all that said, I hope everybody has a wonderful night. We'll see you guys later. Yeah.